what up? Oof. How the levels on that? It's full charge coming at you from a hotel in Hollywood, Florida. I moved to Hollywood. I think I'm going to make it. Um, just did a show, split week with my boy Al Madrigal in Fort Lauderdale, and it was a lot of fun. Um, besides the filthy animals at the shows, we had a lot of fun. And uh, going to San Francisco this week to hang with my boy Bert Kreischer over at Cobbs. Check that out. The, uh, the beautiful sounds you hear behind my voice is Sean Sleeps Naked. They got a new album out called Voided. It's on iTunes. Um, wherever you buy music, you can buy Sean Sleeps Naked and their new album, Voided. And it's a great way to sleep, by the way. Who wants the pajamas on when you can get all slippy and slidey in the silk sheets? Hey. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. Helps us out. Get us in the charts. We're like a really hilarious podcast. Well, not this week, but most weeks. Um, spread the word, post links, tell friends, buy This is a Part of the Job I Hate on iTunes. That's my stand-up comedy album. I do stand-up comedy. I don't know if you guys know that. Uh, limited edition t-shirts at thefullcharge.com. No one's bought the Metallica ripoffs. Full Chargica. Ride the laughter. I'd be going to have. Get them while they're hot. Because they're not hot. So they're going to be gone soon. Uh, get them while they're lukewarm. What, what else we got? If you want to sp- uh, sponsor or you want to advertise your business on this podcast, write me at matt at thefullcharge.com. That's my email. I check it about once a month. <laughs> I got to be better about checking that shit. But write me or write me at the full charge on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I'm at the Miramar Theater on April 25th. Come on out. Tickets available at thefullcharge.com. Chicago, Illinois. High hat. I'm playing high hat on April 26th of this year. You don't have to wait. Uh, Philadelphia. More details to come. May 27th. Um, May 28th. Levity Live in West Nyack, New York. That's right. Full Charge is coming back to the East Coast where he was born and raised. Um, Excuse me. All details at thefullcharge.com. And uh, buy my ringtone. Full Charge Dog Bark. Oh, listen to that. That's some more Sean Sleeps Naked. For your Nisnan Peja. You guys are too young. Um, Let's see. Our next advertiser for the week is the only lawyer left in Full Charge's life, attorney Nicholas Ranallo. That's a reference to last week. I don't know if you guys are regular listeners or not. Uh, as we mentioned in the last couple of episodes, Nix has a new pet project, uh, and it's fighting nuisance telephone calls. As we told you, it's generally illegal for businesses, advertisers, debt collectors, or anyone else to call your cell phone using either an automated dialing machine or any pre-recorded message. Text messages to your phone can violate the law as well, and a consumer can recover $500 to $1,500 per call or text that violates the act. I think I might have to call them myself because I get those all day long. 
Give him a call at 831-703-4011 if you've received any of these calls. And you have. Everyone has. What Nick is basically saying is there's money on the table. Pick it up and walk away with it. But first, got to call him. In addition, Nick also does a wide range of other work, including copyright, trademarks, website terms and conditions, and many other things that might be helpful to individuals or small businesses. Nick has experience in both federal and state court, and he was recently featured in the American Bar Association Journal for his work, defendant, uh, what am I saying here? For his work, defendant, nuisance copyright suits. Basically what he's advertising in. He, uh, he's been featured in the American Bar Association Journal for. He's good at this. If you need any sort of legal work done and would like to support a sponsor of the FCPH, hey, that's us. Please contact Neek. That's like in top secret. Neek Reavers. Again, you guys are too young. Please contact Nick either by email. Uh, email nick at com, And Ranallo is spelled R-A-N-A-L-L-O, RanalloLawOffice.com, or by telephone 831-703-4011. Visit RanalloLawOffice.com, again, R-A-N-A-L-L-O, LawOffice.com. For more information, as we've mentioned before, Nick is licensed to practice law in New York and California and is likely limited to helping people in those states. Okay, here you go. Uh, it's another episode of Mugs Without Handles, uh, and this one goes off the rails pretty bad. I don't really remember it. I just remember while we were taping it going, I, I can't release this. But uh, I'm stuck in Florida without a podcast to release, so here we go. And, uh, of course, Darren Carter is always awesome, the best beatboxer in the business and a funny comic as well. And uh, Eric Wendell, um, you know, he used to work at United until he got fired. So that's what we're offering this week, folks. Uh, I'm sure there's much better podcast to listen to, but you've chosen this one, and you're going to have to stick with it. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Nope. I need cash, and I need it now. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you an ice cream. I whip up my drumstick. That will make your eyes gleam. Lick it up quick before it melts on the floor. I got it. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro. Give me some more. Okay. Meet me at the ice cream truck. So, did you see any of those two movies that I tweeted about reviewing? Do you want me to tell you what I tweeted? Or do you want it to be a surprise? There, hope you got that. Uh, what? Kill him with that. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> Dude, I gotta give the the audience what they want. <laughs> I'm trying to give the audience what they want. <laughs> so I've been so busy, I haven't, I don't have anything plans, except for the idea that this will be another genre of my podcast. A couple podcasts. <coughs> Genres are materializing. Yeah. One is mugs without handles. Another is let me clear my throat. Mm. And then oh, there's, that was there's a, good a one. lot of let uh, me clear my throat. unofficial <laughs> genres since we have so many different co-hosts on this show. Yeah. <laughs> so many different regulars. Uh, we are here again with another episode of Mugs Without Handles. Nice. Cool. Hosted by Eric Allen Wendell. I haven't gotten and, a chance to hear the, the, the Let Me Clear My Throat uh, series yet. And you haven't? No. It's fucking, it won a, it won a potty. It, it did. This shit is like huge. People are talking about it. Sweet. Nice. So, listen, if we only get 10 minutes out of this shit, fine. Darren's here. He always comes prepared. That's right. 
So, I always come unprepared. There's your first joke right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually took like three notes over here. I have three th- okay, different good. things to Maybe, talk about. All right. Well, let's just get into it then. You're going to be... If a- all else fails, I can review three movies today. All right. so. so, Darren, hit me with some beatbox, but give me something slow, okay? Like, right, just go. a slow down. Something like a slow jam. Yeah. Sexy one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I went into the cabinet. After I brewed a fresh pot of coffee Weary and tired Dying for something Caffeine in it But oh to my dismay All I saw Was mugs Without handles Mugs without handles Without handles Mugs Without handles Mugs Without handles Mugs without handles. Mugs without handles. Mugs, 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 mugs. And now, the host of Mugs Without Handles, Eric Allen Wendell. What's up, everybody? Yay! Yay! Welcome to Mugs Without Handles. We're back again. Episode number two, I believe. Yeah. We got... We got Darren oh, wow. Carter here again. How's it going, Darren? Good, buddy. Thank you. Once again, my hand's burning because there's no handle in yeah. this mug. Yeah, you might want to get like a little rag or maybe a dirty... Uh, a uh, dirty uh, I filled uh, it halfway that way. The, to... the top part of the mug would be like cool, you know? And then the bottom part is where all the liquid is, so that'd be the hot beverage. Well, I thought it would be cool if you used a mug without a handle, but maybe that was a mistake. Maybe we should get you a good If uh, you've mug. never listened to Mugs Without Handles, it's because uh, I only have one mug in my house that has a handle on it. Um, <laughs> and so, hence the theme of this show. Take it away, Eric. And you're currently using it. Take, yeah, that's and mine. Thanks for joining us, uh, by the way. Uh, Matt Fultron is Thank here, you. Thank you for having me. Uh, thank you. This place is a dump. But oh, there could be a lot of things. For having it could be me. like you know, like a girl, you know, like a bed without a woman, an act without jokes, a mug yeah. without a handle. That's Dude. all, folks, or something. There you go. You there could you think go. of all these things that you're just missing, you know, and like have a really kick-ass, cool uh, theme song. So, Eric, what go. do you what do you have planned for us today? Uh, I don't have a lot planned, actually. Um, <laughs> I've been. Uh, <laughs> Been podcast like, without a plan. Been, you know, it, yeah. I like to just wing it. You know, see how things go. Yeah, see how things pan out. You know, um, how's it going? Uh, every, <laughs> you know, it's going good. You know, trying to get some more work. Uh, got some stuff coming up Thursday. Uh, hopefully, uh, some more stuff uh, in the future. Man, how's the podcast going? <laughs> oh, the podcast. Uh, it's going a little slow at the moment. Hey, you slow. know how like um, uh, Eric Wendell, you know, like Bill Burr, like just sits in a room by himself and just talks for an hour. Like, yeah. And I think Sam Tripoli's doing that too. Yeah, okay. Probably a few other guys. Maybe that's what you could try to do. Yeah, let's let's get two minutes of that right now. Well, you know that 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 sounds easy, but it's not that easy to be that entertaining. I hate for to as tell you, they do it. You're already doing. It. Let's get like two minutes right now. <laughs> uh, well, you know, the one thing I did want to bring up today, um, I know on a previous podcast of uh, the Full Charge Power Hour, right? That old ass. I feel like that old ass podcast. I feel like I was hard on uh, Kevin Hart one time uh, about a Saturday Night Live episode, and I think I I, sh- I, I kind of said he wasn't funny or something. I don't remember what I said. I don't remember it being flattering, and I want to be. I want to say right now, I need to apologize about that. I was wrong. All right. Well, I've seen him in numerous things since then. He was very funny, including the the roast uh, of Justin Bieber. He was a great. Uh, he was great as the host of that. 
and very funny, and uh, I feel that I made a mistake, so I, I have to come out and... Well, luckily, I'm in the comedy business, and yeah. I have his phone number. Oh, do you really? Nice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I really feel bad if that's correct. I hope, I hope you're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> oh, no. He doesn't even listen to the show, does he? No. Oh, okay. That's you're good. apologizing for no reason. We have like 2,500 listeners. All right. Half of them are in Egypt. Really? Yeah, there's some kind of weird religion brewing. Oh. You're the devil, I'm God. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so don't be surprised if they... Oh, well, it's a shitty apartment, so... Shit, now I got something I got to take out. Well, okay, so Kevin wasn't there. <laughs> that sucks. Well, oh, in do you want to leave a message? Yeah, I'll leave a message. Yeah, you know, Kevin, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if you listen to the show, but I got to apologize. I was hard on you on a Saturday Night Live episode that you hosted. Uh, I've I've since reflected and seen you in numerous things. Uh, you're a very funny guy. I loved you on the Bieber roast, uh, and you know I got to blame Saturday Night Live for for uh, the writing on that on that episode. It's not your fault, man. Uh, hope to see you soon. Uh, good day, sir. You just love that message for Greg Coleman. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Whoops. Hey, Greg. That's funny. He's going to be like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> he must be working today. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Why is Wendell apologizing to Kevin Hart? <laughs> that's great. <laughs> so all these mics are tied into his voice. Like He heard all that. Huh? I just called Craig Coleman. I didn't oh, call okay. Kevin Hart. I don't know Kevin Hart. Are you crazy? I don't know, man. You do. I'm sure you've worked with him somewhere and seen him somewhere. Yeah, but I didn't get his phone number. <laughs> well. Oh, well, it feels better to get you know. I don't. I, it I feels good to laugh. You know, I have at you. Yeah, that's great. okay. So where are we? That was the first segment. <laughs> well, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, dude, I checked out my spreadsheet. Uh, I'm sure you visited my website. Yeah, five What's it ice called? cream trucks dot spreadshirt dot com. Right. I'm sure Darren and you are regularly visiting <laughs> to look for new items. That's kind of the first thing I check when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. What new items are out there? <laughs> I, you know, I forgot my password. I had to like do a, <laughs> oh, no. I had to do a save pa- like a password oh, reset and all this to try because I didn't even. They just gave it to you though, right? They're like, there's no way anyone's trying <laughs> yeah. to steal nine dollars. Yeah, they didn't care. They just sent it to me right away. I got back on. I realized someone, uh, some fan, I don't know who it was, someone bought something from me in February. So thank, yeah, okay, thank cool. you to the fa- that fan. And I realized I am literally two sales away from actually getting a check nice. for at least 25 to $26 from Spreadshirt. Okay, great. So if you're out there, uh, go to, uh, what's the website? Uh, the number five, icecreamtrucks.com. <laughs> dot, uh, no, I'm sorry. Five icecreamtrucks.spreadshirt.com. And if someone wants to be my fan, my superhero fan, and buy two more things, I'll actually get a check for at least twenty five dollars, maybe twenty six or twenty seven dollars. Okay. So I don't know where I'm going to spend all that. What's on the shirt? What's the shirt look like? Uh, There's one that just has five ice cream trucks. That's cool. Has like it says like Wendell's ice cream. It's kind of a bootleg. You know, it's not really official. But he kind of ripped it off from me. But oh, let's calm down a little bit. I don't think I ripped it off from anybody. But I actually have a mug. It has a handle, though, unfortunately. <laughs> it has a handle. It has the five ice cream trucks on it. I have, like, a T-shirt gate shirt and a T-shirt gate hat. And uh, T-shirt gate, if you're not familiar, Darren, was when we got in a huge fight 
over who could do what graphics. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And um, he didn't want me to put specific things on, and I wanted to use some stuff. And, and then, like, he did anyways, and who even cares? But at the time, you were like, well, I don't know. I'm just guessing. Was were you, somebody like, well, if you have those graphics and I have the graphics, then. I don't even really remember. What it I was. just remember I put out some graphics, and Eric didn't like it. And so we got in a big fight. Well, your web guy yeah. stole my idea was what to happen. Because I, I was originally going to work yeah. with his web guy. His web guy was going to make a website for me. But oh. he wanted to charge me like a ridiculous amount. It was like 600 bucks or something he was going to charge me. <laughs> yeah. Which is ridiculous. I mean, because I can set up my own website with GoDaddy for 80 bucks. Hold on mm. a second. Is that Kevin Hart? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kevin Hart. Hello? Is Kevin. This, is this Kevin Hart? <laughs> Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> I yeah. got some message from some dumb some bitch. <laughs> you almost got there. Uh, what the fuck? Wendell was doing a ridiculous thing. He was apologizing to Kevin Hart on my podcast or his podcast. This is an episode of Mugs Without yeah, Handles. He and uh, I said to him, I go, Who the fuck is he to talk shit about somebody? See? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and apologize. Oh, did you get my message, Kevin? I hope you got my message. Yeah, I did, and it wasn't good enough, man. Look at you, you oh, motherfucker. Man. You live in son of a bitch. You can't be talking shit about someone like me. I'm successful. Hey, I'm man. somebody. Hey, I'll buy you a beer or something next time we're hanging out at the Laugh Factory, no, man. you know what? Because we're not going to hang out. Why don't you? hang out with someone like you. That, I'm not, all that unsuccessfulness will rub off. Yo. Hey, I want you to be my homie, man. Come on, man. Hey, Wendell, why don't you ask him if you can put out a t-shirt with his face on it? Yeah, yeah. I was going to launch a new shirt on my five ice cream trucks.spreadshirt.com site uh, with your hey, face on it. another idea that ain't gonna make no money. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I feel sure. He's funny today. He's really funny. If I have your picture on here you, on my shirt, I feel it's gonna be successful because, you know, everybody yeah, loves you. Yeah, man, look, dude. Ain't nobody going to your website now. Why are they gonna go to it just because I'm on it? I'm gonna add a fourth segment to it. It's gonna be five ice cream trucks dot Kevin Hart dot spreadshirt dot com. Am I doing this racist enough? Is this, uh... Oh man, that was—we almost made it to the end of that. Uh, that so, Wendell, Wendell, Wendell started doing the ridiculous thing of apologizing to Kevin Hart, as if Kevin Hart will right. ever listen to this podcast ever in his fucking entire life. Oh, I know, right? Uh, um, and so I was like, "Well, I got his phone number," and we just called you, and I put the volume <laughs> down when you said your name, and then he apologized to you. Fucking, did you get the message? Yeah, I did, and I listened to you, and I'm like, what? It's got to be the most confusing fucking thing in the world. Why is Wendell <laughs> apologizing me and apologize. Yeah. from Matt's phone <laughs> to Kevin Hart? This is a year too late. I didn't even hear Kevin. I figured it was Kevin Nealon because he said seven. <laughs> Kevin Nealon. <laughs> um, is somebody knocking on my door? No, I think it's some wind or something. Okay, no, good. Fell over, I'm not answering back. anyways. So, Craig, what are you doing? You working today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing a... Uh, Walking around with the uh, gang boss. Oh, the gang boss? What? Nice. Is that a thing? Yeah, dude. Gang boss is in yeah, charge of where all the vehicles go. We're going to kill some people today. Cool. <laughs> we're going to start a gang war. Brian, just, I was so over the Herald Examiner when I was working there last week. Like, I, didn't, I didn't take any notes or anything, and Brian called me today and was like, Hey, did you take any notes? I just wrote, like, I'm out of here as notes. I thought he would think that was... The name of the show was called Gone. And so I just said, I'm... And pointed an arrow to the title of the fucking thing. And that was my notes. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's calling me and wanting actual notes. And I'm like, uh... 
After I've had some sleep, I'm way less cranky, and I'm like, oh, I should have wrote him some notes. Oh, well. well. Like, what kind of notes do you write? Like, what they want to do on the show You write insane notes there. Brian wants insane notes. Like, they did this, and then yeah. they fixed it. Oh. So oh. if you look at it, it's like, I should have wrote him some more notes. It's his fucking building. But right. I'm so yeah, overworking there. Took red chair out of second apartment on third floor. Put in yeah, first and, floor uh, in green room apartment. And there, took out of green room apartment. Put back on. That's third what he floor. wants. Yeah, and and guess what? The, the place the place is getting demolished in May. It's like oh, it you, how how bad do you oh, want to wow. preserve this place? Oh, that's too bad. Why are they is demolishing it, it? Or is it fucking the best news I ever heard in my life? Well, I mean, oh. it's a cool location. I mean, it's I mean, it's shitty, but it's a cool location. I, I mean, know. My affiliation with it, though. All right, I'm, I gotta go I'm a tad tired. All right, good talking to you, Craig. I mean, right, Kevin. Hey, see you later, Kevin. What's up, buddy? All right, later. <laughs> I want to meet him. I haven't met him yet. Yeah, I know. He doesn't. He can't yeah. make it in that much. He works all the time. Damn it. Kevin Hart is like, he's got a movie coming out every three months, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're never really going to get him in. <laughs> I, I just want to meet Craig Coleman. I want to meet Kevin Hart somebody. Wanna... We'll get him in. All right. What is that? Is there some construction going on out back? It's a crazy wind. There might be. I'm about to go out and kick someone's ass. <laughs> now, so the, back to the gang boss. The gang boss, in case you actually want to know, is the person in charge of where all the vehicles and trailers I'm and over trucks it. go on a set. Hey, we're back from a commercial break. Hit me up, Darren. And we're back. <laughs> what meat? You want slow, slow tempo? Or? Slow, yeah. Yo, thanks for listening to that conversation and that explanation of what a gang boss was. And now, West Side coming back to the mic. You missed him. You might have dissed him. Here's the one and only Eric uh, Alan, Alan Wendell and mugs without handles, without handles, without handles, without handles, without mugs, without handles, without handles. Dude, I, I got a drink. I got terrible. a drink without a drink now. <laughs> this is falling apart. <laughs> this is probably what people picture. Like, you know when Howard Stern goes, "I hate podcasts." Yeah, this is what he's thinking. Yeah. Of. Uh, Don't yeah. worry, I'll cut this down to about twenty minutes. Howard Stern hating on us, huh? I haven't listened to Stern since he went to Sirius. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I know Kevin. Back to that for one second. I know Kevin's not going to listen to this fucking podcast, but I know other people probably listen to it and maybe remember me saying something. So I don't want my fans to think I'm, I'm, I'm not above apologizing for something if I feel I was do you, wrong. Do you so, know that you're only responsible for what you, unless you're Trevor Noah, you're only responsible for what you said this week. That the attention span and the memory on uh, the internet. Wait, why, why, why the Trevor Noah comparison? He, um, I know he's taking over for John Stewart on the so, Daily Show, but that's all I know well, about the Well, listen to guy. my answer. So he, somebody went through his Twitter feed and found, some, found something from like 2012 where he yeah. said he almost hit a Jew with a German car. And everyone went fucking <laughs> nuts. And something about big girls. and You know, yeah. um, I just read an article today that uh, Russell Peters uh, accused him of being a joke thief. Oh, cool. That was out there. That's was, more fun. Yeah, that I mean, was I like, yeah. I've never heard of the guy. I mean, I've, outside of seeing him on Daily Show maybe once or twice total, I mean, is he like a, com- he's like a regular comedian? He's or? a comedian from South Africa. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, how do you think he's going to, I mean, is he going to be able to take over for Jon Stewart? Because I'm thinking no one knows who the fuck he is. I don't who, know if he's going to do it. Who, who am I? Fucking Nostradamus? Well, I don't know. I mean, this I love is, the, this the Daily Show. It's great. This is song I heard. <laughs> Full charge Damas. I predict... Trevor Noah will do very well 
on The Daily Show. Now you gotta hear this song I heard it yesterday. We played it on your mom's house podcast. Oh yeah? It sounds pretty good so far. But that shit is right up my alley. Yeah, that music sounds good. Huh? It, sounds, it, it, it almost sounds like a real, like it could be a real song. That's why yeah. it's so funny. It looks like it's a real song. Like it's it some kind of has crazy that to it when he's rapping and yeah, some crazy southern white rapper guy. Yeah, like shit. Like that's that's what you're into the southern crazy white rapper. No, just when I was a kid, I started bands like this where we just like have shitty rap songs yeah. about the topics would be so poor. That's what's just kind so of whack. Yeah, yeah. You know I like what it because I mean? it's original. Yeah. You know, it's it's not- a real. It's a real serious song about about a real trivial event. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And this is on YouTube. How many views does that have? Like eight million. Are you fucking wow. serious? How does Jesus it get this Christ? It must get picked up by certain sites and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Eight yeah. million. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, if if we're unlucky enough, that could be like the next Megan Trainer. Like that's how she got started. Sure, that's how a lot of people get started. This she, is Froggy Fresh. She has like eight million. I think she probably has more than eight million views now. Or that song. What, what was it? Uh, all about the bass. I mean, she's cool and everything. I'm not trying to compare her to these guys. Who? Megan Trainer. You don't even know who's who it that. Is. It's yeah, it's some young brand I'm new pop star. I'm all about that bass. Oh, that song's yeah. great. Yeah, I love that song. She's pretty cool. I actually met her. <laughs> what? Yeah. What happened? No, I was working with her on something in an interview. On something. All right, we'll leave it at that. I was watching SNL and they made fun of her. They said, I'm all about that bass. No talent. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> Says the kids on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suck it. Was, it. It was one of some guy that was, you know, that, that critic character that they do where they I, critique everything. I only watch that show now every once in a while. I record them all, but like that show is so hit or miss. Like last week was fucking hilarious with Michael Keaton. I even tweeted about it. I was like, wow, that was really good. You like, even tweeted about it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, man. It, it was really <laughs> yeah. good. It was really good. I, I was surprised. Like, it, it's weird because it, it, each guest, it, it depends on the guest and it depends on the writers that week. Like sometimes it'll be out, out, out of the park. Other times it'll just be like well, you horrific. Know, you know what it's like. It's funny you should say that on this episode. Uh, <laughs> you know what it's like Like these guys got three days To come up with this shit Yeah Some weeks they're funny Some weeks they aren't Right Now they were really good With Michael Keaton It was great Dude they made uh, Going back to last week's episode Remember when I, rec- when I uh, reviewed Going Clear 
Have you ever seen that yet? Did, did you watch the creepy 80s music video that the Sci- Church of Scientology made with the fucking David Miscavige and all that? No, I didn't. They have this creepy-ass fucking music video with them singing some gay-ass song. <laughs> or just, yeah, whatever. And it was You're using horrible. 80s terminology. It was horrible. And they made wow. a whole skit on Saturday Night Live about it this week. and re- <laughs> re-did, They basically reshot the whole video. Uh-huh. It looks just like the old one with their cast members. It was fucking hilarious. This you week? Watch. Yeah, you should watch it. It's on YouTube. It's called like the Church of Neurotology or something. If you if you Google it, you'll see it on YouTube. It's okay. fucking funny as shit. Okay. I even shared a link on Twitter. So why don't you interview Darren for a little bit and then do a movie review? There we go. So Darren, what's happening, buddy? Yeah, what's well, I just to? got back from San Antonio, Texas. Nice, nice. I did it. That was fun. Have you ever played the LOL Club? <laughs> no, there's an LOL in New York City, right off Times Square, and it's ridiculous because um, you go into this office building. And then you get in a little elevator. Oh, no. And you go up to the fifth floor. And you're basically just playing like an, what used to be an old office. Oh, wow. And the sound system really? sucks. Oh. And all the people there are pissed because the club doesn't pay. Mm. And they don't, they don't pay the comics. And so the quality is in that mid-range of people that want stage time. Yeah. But there's also that lesser quality, yeah. that flappers yeah. energy where like yeah. there might be some newbies. And the yeah. audience just gets pissed. By the time anyone with experience gets up there, and you get up there, and the mic doesn't work and shit, oh man, and it's a fucking nightmare. And then you got to get in that little tiny elevator with the audience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. There was the, the, a lot of those Times Square clubs, like the lesser time. Of yeah. course, there's Carolines. Yeah, uh, that's good. But I, I there's a lot of makeshift Times Square clubs that are god awful. I did Carolines. I did it once, and it was. I thought, it, man, it was my first time actually yeah. playing New York City. Yeah. And I'm like. I remember that thought crossed my brain of like, man, if you could do, like, it didn't seem that much different than L.A., like, at least Caroline's. It's not that different from Kansas, Caroline's, because yeah. it's all Midwesterners and yeah. tourists. Yeah, it wasn't like, oh, this isn't, okay. And then I did some other uh, club in the village, and it was, it kind of reminded me of another little, like, it was the racial mix-up. It was like whites, Latinos, Asians. I mean, it wasn't that much different than do you think New York is the, the club scenes is a lot different or just a little different or the audiences are, are pretty much the same as out here but yeah. but the comedians are way different there's yeah. a lot of crowd work it's all crowd work and racism yeah. that's just a, that's that's the default mode of uh, a yeah. lot of comics out there yeah and so you know uh, crowd work <laughs> yeah it could be anywhere once the yeah. audience wants crowd work yeah once they get crowd work they want crowd work yeah. So you got to get up there and start all over again. Because oh, I ain't doing no fucking crowd work. I know. It's Suck like you realize, like you realize, it's just it's 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 kind of a. I mean, it's a good skill to have, but it's kind of like eh, you need to like. Well, you know why people going. do it. As soon yeah. as you go into the crowd, the crowd starts having more fun. Yeah, they lighten up. Yeah, they light up. So what's yeah. crowd work? Because I don't crowd know. Work, all right, I'm gonna do some crowd work on you. All yeah. right, let's pretend we don't know each other. Okay. I'm I'm fucking killing though. Let's assume I'm killing. All right. All right. Because right. I always do. You're the hey. best. Hey. Dude, what's going on? What's your name? Oh, uh, my name's Bob. Bob, where you from, dude? I'm from DC. DC, all they all, all they had was fucking dickheads in DC. Am I ah! right, audience? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. DC is great. You look a little bit Arab, huh? Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I just man, got back from Egypt. Watch out for this guy. He's probably got bombs strapped to his chest. Ah, shit. <laughs> and that's crowd work. That's yeah. right, motherfucker. It's going to be in your green room when you get back there. <laughs> And that's not how it goes. That's, yeah, no. that's not how it goes. Your, your groundling classes are not paying off at all. Yeah. 
Man, but th- this LOL is uh, it's a big. There's two clubs in San Antonio. This LOL, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's two clubs. There's the there's a River Center one, which is where the famous River. I Walk went to is. that new club, uh, SMH. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you been to LMFAO? <laughs> yeah. Shaking my head. Yeah. Uh, all clubs should be called WTF. <laughs> what, what the fuck? But um, yeah. It, it, it's a it's a big box room like so imagine it's kind of funny because as you you go up the escalator the broken escalator by the way you see a big <laughs> you see a big crowd of people and you, and you go like all right but then they're there to see a movie they're there to see Fast and Furious Seven yeah it's the Alamo Draft House and then if you go to the left oh there's the club and, yeah and then there's a the, oh so it's right by the Alamo Draft Club yeah yeah Draft House mm-hmm. oh dude oh, and nice. then yeah which is cool you get to see a movie you would love it you like movies right oh yeah yeah I'm yeah. the movie there's reviewer. a lot of these in New York there's not that many in L A there's but one in, in in D C you know you know yeah, this Arlington, yeah yeah, uh, yeah Cinema Draft House you yeah. sit down eat a big fat Texas style cheeseburger. Drink about eight beers, that and great. whatever movie is on, who cares? <laughs> but it's usually something good. Yeah, they're usually pretty picky about what they what they uh, rent or it, whatever you call it. And it's still cool, like with like you know, like they if you're a comedian at the club, you get to watch the movie for free. Oh, nice. really? It's like, all right, we're gonna go see Get Hard on Friday. <laughs> get hard, get hard. Did you see that? I haven't seen it yet. Well, you I better. I'm gonna yeah. see it. You might want you might want to take back that apology if it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have to I call mean, that machine again. I don't know. Have to call Craig again. I've seen a lot of. I've seen, I've seen a lot of trailers. That'd be for funny it. if Craig's like, "Oh, this is cool. Wendell's finally apologizing to me <laughs> <laughs> for T-shirt gate," yeah. which is funny. We were just talking about that. All right. So what's up? What's up with San Antonio? Anything happen? Uh, you know what? It's pretty. You know, it's great when you first get there. You know, you're like, "All oh, right, Cracker Barrel." Like we yeah. don't have that in L.A. And after the third day of pancakes, you're like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, the, Dude, there's. Yeah. I mean, isn't that a Mitch Hedberg joke? And I wanted to talk about that too. He's he's ten year. He's been gone for ten years. Wow, it's been ten. But already? he's like he's like. Mm. I forget what he says, but he goes, "You can't you can't be up here like pancakes." Oh yeah, well, you we, can't be like real excited about him at <laughs> first, but all of a sudden after a while, you're sick of him. A comedian, yeah, yeah, comedian's <laughs> performance. Yeah, well, it's funny. Yeah. It's funny yeah. you bring him up actually, because as soon as you said the escalator was broken, I immediately exactly. saw his joke. Oh, that's that's what, it never it escalator yeah. never breaks; it just becomes stairs. Thanks for the convenience. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that dude was the fucking yeah. best. Dude. Eric Hedberg, yeah. <laughs> Mitch so Wendell. <laughs> you should yeah. put on a wig and tour the country. <laughs> Doing Hedberg get, get some of those 60s It's uh, a tribute show Yeah, to be in Vegas Like the big billboard Eric Wendell is Mitch Hedberg That would be great Would it? Then you slip the in best. Some of your own jokes you know? <laughs> I know, right? Like they remember. did that with Elvis I know Elvis uh, Elvis impersonators Would be like If Elvis were alive He would have sang And then they had like I saw a commercial for it one time like and it was like everybody dance now. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, doom. people must love that, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's a that's an easy formula for a comedy. Yeah, just plug a rapper into yeah. Uh, yeah. Elvis, a, like an, an Elvis. old song, or just plug, yeah. just just juxtapose. Yeah, and people are all over it. It was like some late night infomercial that was like, if Elvis were alive. He would, and then they had whatever the because this was like back in the nineties, and it was come straight out of Compton. I'll straight out of Compton. A crazy motherfucker named Elvis. If that you don't like great. it, you can grab my pelvis. <laughs> Dude, that movie looks good. I can't wait to see that. By what the way, what the fuck are you talking about? The, CM, the oh, NWA, the new yeah. NWA, uh, the Elvis. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> wait, so did I just write a movie? Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Wow. <laughs> so this, okay, the escalator was broken, so they taped off with like, you know, like the yellow warning, like you can't tape it. So you couldn't even use the yellow escalator. Really? They hired Wendell to stand in front of it with a mic and go, <laughs> an escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. <laughs> Yeah. And do the whole joke over and over again. That's good. Sorry for the convenience. <laughs> Which I have my, I, I have a Fitbit, so I'm like, oh, cool, more steps, more stairs. All right. So you go to this this bar, and uh, and then I mean the, the front area is it's uh, you know it's kind of empty. They 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 let everybody into the showroom. Mm-hmm. What's great is the, is the late show. They're waiting in that, so people are like, oh, what's going on? And then the, the show fills up better. Yeah. But it was really good. It was a good good week. It's like. You know, you're there at the... Everything was in, within walking distance. Oh, that's right. Pancakes. So the first day you're like, at Cracker Barrel, you're like, these are so good. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then I remember I told someone at the show that night, oh, they're, they're the best pancakes. And then they're like, no way, man. You got to go to Jim's. Jim's Diner. They're, they're even better. And they're like, come on, we'll take you. I'm nice. like, all right. So then I eat the pancakes at Jim's Diner. Yeah. I'm like, these pancakes aren't, that, aren't better. So then the next morning I'm like I want those cracker barrel pancakes. So yeah, by the third yeah three meals in a row and I'm like this is enough. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You just got to get something different. You got to get like scrambled eggs or an omelet or just a plate full of bacon or. Yeah, something. I just I don't know. Then yeah, so I did that pancakes without syrup. <coughs> yeah. Now, New show. I did this gig on uh, on Saturday night. My boy Claude Stewart called me up. You guys know Claude. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he still spike his hair up? Yeah, he spikes his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Craig, yeah, no. um, yeah. so he he's like, go do this show. It pays X amount of money, uh, and him and fucking Adam Richmond. I got to start letting them go to voicemail because anytime they call me, they go, "Hey, I got a gig for you," and I go, "Cool." And then they set in with the rules, like, "Hey, it's all like fucking." And this one was, mm-hmm. now, now don't panic, Matt, but everyone's gonna be like eighty plus, like everyone's like fucking eighty years old. Wow. Oh wow. Um. And I get there, and I go, I go. So what? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm fucking. But he goes, you're gonna. You do, got great jokes. He goes, you're yeah. gonna do 25 minutes, and I go, mm. I can do 25 clean in front of yeah, old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I can do this. I've done it a million times. Yeah. Right. No nerves whatsoever. I get there, and they're like, we want you to do 45, and then you mm, see all these old wow. people. Wow. And this one of these places where they don't turn the lights down. So you're just playing. The room's about as big as this room right here. Wow. And the lights are all on. And these fuckers, anytime anyone brings up poop or sex or anything, they go, oh, they fucking freak out. Really? They're big babies. Really? They're supposed to be mature. <laughs> they're big fucking children. So what, like these they're, old people. they're offended by jokes like that or they're upset aff- by it or what? They're, they're, they pretend... pretend to be offended. These are the people that brought you the N word. Yeah. These are the people that went to World War Two. These are the people that were exactly pro, you know bombed the shit out of Vietnam. They a, yeah, they got a lot of those jokes. Three guys walk into a bar. I mean, right. There's a lot of those. So <laughs> right. yeah, they, that's where those jokes you know right lived for. And then the guy that books you sits in the corner and fucking fucking like heckles you the whole time. Wow, really? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, I do some crowd work on that motherfucker. <laughs> and and this also the thing Where are you from asshole DC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and Darren, you know this like you ever do comedy and you're doing well, but you'll bring up a premise or you'll say something. Yeah. The first line of the joke and people go, "Oh, come on. Come on. We don't we don't agree with that." Yeah. And you're like, "Have I not been 
bringing you to the funny every third sentence <clears throat> yeah. for the past 20 minutes. You don't fucking trust me? You want to protest for me right now? So you, sometimes I had to like shut it down yeah. before I keep going. Yeah, you got to power through that. Uh, or distract them or something, right? I, I, I walk out uh, or, or I, I go to get paid and dude hands me only about like, I don't know, like 70, 80% of what Claude told me I was going to get. Oh, wow. And I'm just like, motherfucker. I look at my phone. I go, I don't have anything in writing. Because Claude just called me and told me. Damn it. I, I mean, do you, like, bring, you bring it did up? Did you bring though, it right? up? I would bring it up. I didn't bother bringing it up because it's such a small amount of money. It, yeah. I felt like a fucking moron arguing oh. over about this amount of money. Yeah. Right. And I was driving home like, I ain't fucking hanging out with Claude no more. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell Claude? You tell Claude. I told Claude, but he's like, put him on the phone. Put him on the phone. I'm like, I'm already gone. I'm not making a scene over this this shitty. I can't even tell you what it is. It's such a small amount of money. Right. Well, you got. I mean, if you take a job like that in the future, I would have Claude send no, 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 writing, no, 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 so you no, can no, show no, the guy. Well, hey, this no, guy hired me, no, and he's no, like, no, yeah, it, no, no, no. no taking a job like that in the future. Fuck it, or at least like I know you're saying, like put it. in a, Sometimes it's hard though. Like if you don't do it legitimately, like through your agent. Like if it's like, I'll be like, was it? Was the amount texted? Was it Facebook message? Was it email? If you don't have what? it in writing, yeah. And you can, if you don't have it to show it them there, this is like the wild, wild west. That's what people don't know about stand-up. There's no yeah. unions. Well, can't you talk there's to no, the guy before the show actually, starts? The contracts are kind of don't really actually matter. What? Can't you talk to him before the show starts? And be you like, can. Hey, uh, Claude said I was going to get paid this. Oh, we're good, right? Yes. And he's like, oh, no, I said I was only going to pay you this. Yes. Could have done that. And then you're like, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm Could have done that. But I, tr- but I trusted my man. Yeah, yeah. You just a lot of times you just trust, and then and then it's a little. It could be a little weird where you're because then you look super defensive if you're like, "Hey, uh, I am gonna get this amount," and they're like, "God, what are you being all weird for?" You're like, "It always I've been burned so many times." Yeah, been burned. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and then there's because I'm going down to Tustin, motherfucker. That's why I want to know how much money I'm getting. Yeah, I had a gig one time. There was three of us, and we were in Texas, and we we're all supposed to get like. A certain amount of money. It was actually pretty good. Like I don't. Even, I'll just throw out a number: two grand. I don't know what it yeah. was. Let's say okay. it was two grand. So that's not bad. It's not that's great, great, but it's two grand. Right. And and I remember, um, for some reason, the other two comedians were like, "No, we should be getting you know whatever, like <laughs> five grand or something." Like, look how many. Look how there's like a twelve thousand or whatever. There's like a bunch of people, like a thousand plus people here. Yeah, we're getting screwed. And, and, and then they were like, we're all going to be solidarity and refuse to hit the stage. And I was like, it got really weird. But I'm like, but I, I mean, two grand's pretty good. You know what I mean? You're like, stupid, rooster. Stupid. And, it was, and it was a Latino gig, too. So they're like, they're trying this. I can curse, right? They go, they're, yeah. try, they're trying to fuck us, man. They're trying to fuck us. And I was like, I was like oh, no, no. At this point, you're trying to fuck them. No. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is getting weird. Like, yeah. So you all agreed on, let's say, $2,000? Yeah. And then at the last minute, they were like, no, you know what? Fuck that. Yeah, they're trying to fuck us, it's, man. There's like, because there, there was. There was, like, it. there was like 1,000 to 1,500 people there. It was crazy. It was a yeah. border town. It was like right. Del Rio or Eagle Pass, one of those towns. Right. And we were on the front page of the local penny saver. <laughs> so, like, which is a big deal there. Because, like, every coffee shop, every uh, Wendy's, every everywhere you go, there's like the penny saver, and there's like our three faces. And it's like. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, if there's that many people there, you are getting screwed, right? Because they're probably charging what, at least twenty for the door. Yeah. Well, but in my mind, knows. I'm like, most of the time yeah. you're getting screwed. Um, yeah. In the sense that the venue's making more money than you are, um, but that's not really to be ne- that's to be negotiated well before. Right. 
You ever do a weird gig? Like, not a weird yes. gig, but like a gig. Uh, you ever do like a door deal gig with with somebody and there's not that many people and you still walk out of there with like four or five hundred bucks? Yeah. You're like, damn. <laughs> exactly. I'm getting screwed all the time. And, that's, like, yeah. and, then, and then that's the deal. Yeah. But but it's hard to get people to do a, a door deal gig. And yeah. you're not always walking away with yeah. 400, 500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's, you know what I mean? Like, where you're like, normally I would do this gig for a lot less. Like, I love door deals. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I remember that. Well, it's closed now, but like that happened to me at Lovitz one night. John Lovitz. Really? Yeah. They there was hardly there was oh, like it's closed. Yeah, there's like a normal amount of people, like not that many, 40, 50 people, whatever it was, ten, and, twenty a pop. Yeah, something a pop. And then I remember I walked out with like like hundreds of dollars, and I was like, wow. Like normally they just hey, you they want to do spot? whatever? Here's thirty five bucks. Here's fifty. Whatever the local, you know. It always changes. Yeah. Like you go to the improv, they're like, uh, it's a thirteen dollar night. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's only an eight dollar night. They're oh, so man. weird over there. And then it's a zero dollar night. Yeah. And then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the guy and you're all signing yeah. a contract for it. It's so ridiculous. I know. And then, remember, at least they give you cash now. They used to give you checks. Yeah. And, and uh, back when you had to give it to a bank teller. Oh gosh, I know. You got to let those build up, so you have like a bunch of eight dollars. Tell, tellers like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember. I, yeah, I was. She's there. like, here's twenty six. I'm just giving you 26 bucks. Fuck it. I'm not going to give you 13. That's humiliating for you. There was a, I forget his name, the comedian that's there a lot. Chuck something. He's a writer, uh, whatever. But he, he was like complaining. He goes, what other businesses is fair? He goes, I put the five, the one, the one, and the one. That's $8. <laughs> what other businesses is acceptable in? None. Room full of people. He killed. It's, it's, you know, I'm embarrassed a bitch about it, though, because I've known about it for 10, 12 years now. Or how, when did I start getting paid? Fucking 15 years ago. Yeah. So you can't be like, this sucks. Yeah. For 15 years it sucks? Yeah. Get the fuck out then. Yeah. <laughs> how about that rush you get on stage though? Sometimes you do get those, right? Like I, I twice at the in Texas I had, like most of the shows were good. You know, they were yeah. normal great shows. But then there was two that were like special. Where you're like, damn, I got to remember how, what I said and how it's I It's like did you're it. getting a hug from feel, the laughter. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. surrounding it's you. It's the best. You can see it. And you, because you also know, like, this is taking me to that next level of something that's better. That's the unknown as an artist, where you're like, yes. Especially when it's something that, you know, you're you're. Uh, is there something you know, like, like for me, like, I love playing chess, and so to be able to to have a bit about it that starts to work, that actually did really well. I, in fact, I was like, yes, finally. Oh, you got like, a chess bit? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, kind yeah. of. I mean, you know, like. Yeah, it's no, I, I'm putting it out there. Okay, you see Darren Carter, he's got a new chess bit. That's right. Them and old people would love it. Besides, besides the Wu Tang Clan, no one's really covered chess in a, in a way I feel is satisfying. So hopefully, and I don't even know if it's yeah. I the, mean, yeah. the rooster. I, I when you get your Vegas show, it's gonna be Darren Carter is the rooster. The rooster, el gallo, the weddle from the ghetto. Oh, no. And then I pop yeah. up and go, stupid rooster. Stupid rooster. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like a gangbanger. You know like the Simpsons? I, yeah, how they have that character like, ha, ha. Like I'll be yeah, telling yeah. a story, then I don't know where you just walk by in a penalty and a bandana. Stupid rooster. rooster. And I get paid like fucking $20,000 yeah. a day for like, like three seconds rooster. of work. Yeah. It's a good gig right there. Goddamn Eating right pancakes three times a day. Stupid, stupid. rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta switch it up. Like Wendell says, that's some bacon, puto. Chess bit, stupid, yes, stupid. This is a checker type of town, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Well, do you uh, record your shows so you can like? Watch I do, it but later? I usually play the. Sh- I usually record the shorter shows, so you're not uh-huh. sitting in your hotel listening to like five hours. You know, like if it's an eight minute set or six or ten or even fifteen, I'll record. But like there, when it's there's something very funny yeah. about. I love listening to this podcast, Mugs Without Handles. Yeah, I like to see what we all come up with on the spot. It's very entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. But listening to myself do jokes, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on no, my no. phone, makes me want to jump out a window. There's yeah. just something about it. Yeah. Maybe it's because I know that I'm doing kind of a script or something. Mm-hmm. Or I'm uh, like a character of myself all of a sudden. <laughs> that just right. makes me fucking sick to my stomach. Yeah, it's like... It's because yeah. I can see all the tricks I'm doing. And I'm like, ooh, gross. <laughs> but you know what's great is like the people... Yeah, and then it, it, like even... There's a couple comedians that I saw recently, which I, I'm like, this is so entertaining. But then you're right, the third or fourth time you see them, it's still good, but it's not as, you know... Then you isn't, there's, there's yeah. no more magic. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why everyone is writing like a new hour every year. Yeah, that's why those, yeah, that new stuff like where I'm like, yeah. you can check me with a new 7 minutes every year. I'm sorry. That's that's the speed I'm at. I'm sorry. I won't apologize for that. Or, the, actually, I am apologizing for that. Back to the thing with older people, like I I did a uh, I've done some shows in the last 5 years and um it's been it's been all over the place. Like one time I did a half hour and I got one laugh. Mm. And it was like it was like the third of July. Like I remember, it was right before Fourth of July. This is yeah. like actually, this is like ten years ago. That's the, I did. Do you minutes. remember some of the people that signed the uh, yeah. the Declaration yeah. of Independence yeah. were actually there and they, they were, were talking there. about <laughs> it? Yeah. They're like stupid rooster. <laughs> no. Well, no, we had to follow a guy giving uh, like a um, defibrillator like tips or something or something. It was a local paramedic that he yeah. was, he was the. F- Guest speaker before the comedy show. That's right, don't laugh too loud. You might die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was down in Orange County. It was it was a half hour of like just death, like just looking at you and like, yeah, oh, it's the worst, man. And then like, there's a scene in The Sopranos where they do that. Like Tony goes to visit his mother. Somebody goes to visit the grandmother. Yeah, and some guy's doing comedy at the old folks' home, mm. and he's just fucking. Dying. I mean, this is an old folks' <laughs> it's home. So right on, dude. <laughs> the only joke that worked was this one, and this is one of my earliest jokes. I go. I said, uh, um, I go, I'm like in a, no, how'd it go? Uh, something about my grandparents being like an American flag. We're like, when we hang out, we're like an American flag. Uh, I have red hair. <laughs> my grandpa has white hair. Oh, yeah, that's the joke. I have red hair. My grandpa has white hair. My grandma has blue hair. I stand in the middle. We look like an American flag. <laughs> and then something about we kneel down like, oh, we're at half staff or something. Yeah. Like that. That's the only joke they laughed at. And it was right. like, wow. And then I remember some lady saw me at the coach house about three years ago, mm-hmm. and it's a normal crowd at the coach house. It's a you know, have you guys been there? It's a rock club down no. in San Juan Capistrano. It was, a, but she was there with her little group, you know, and and she was scouting me or whatever. And she's like, "I want to pay you to come to our uh, leisure world or whatever it's mm-hmm. called." I'm like, "Sure," but then now I went from my turf to like there, like, and it sucked because she's up there. She was actually a performer, and she's reading twenty minutes of internet jokes. No kidding! Wow! Yeah, and killing because it's 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 that standard internet. You and know? she's got the best of. Yeah, she's got the best in the world sitting yeah. right in front of her. Yeah, and then she's like, you know, uh, uh, um, why don't Indians like the snow? <laughs> why? Uh, why? They don't like anything white on their land. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's the difference between Lawrence Welk? And a moose. Uh, I don't know. Well, a moose, the horns are in the front and the ass is in the back. <laughs> wow. Do you get that? Yeah. yeah uh, I, 
No. I made a reference to... He's uh, a band leader. Thank you, thank you, thank the you. The horns are in the oh, back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's the ass. Oh, I, I made you. a reference to uh, Johnny Carson, and they were like, oh, that is wild. Oh, I made cool. him like Doc Severinsen and uh, yeah. Ed McMahon. Yeah. It was weird. I go, you guys are going to be my Ed McMahons, <laughs> which I would have said anyways. Yeah. It just came out of my mouth, and I actually go... Oh, that's an old reference. And then I looked up at the audience. I go, perfect. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said the yeah. right thing. And then the booker goes, I can't believe you know who Johnny Carson is. I'm like, I was 18 when he I was know. off oh, the that air. That was yeah. wacky what stuff. What are you talking about? Yeah, we always but, but Johnny. They were, yeah. Su- they were surprised to, to hear that. So, yeah, I bombed on that one. Like that, which I she called me a couple days later and was like, "Yeah, it was horrible." And <laughs> she called you, to yeah. you right? <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And I was on a walk because I like to go for these long hour yeah. and a half walks. And right. I was like, "I'll take this call. It'll, right. be, it'll be good for a laugh." Yeah. And uh, even though it was funny, I still at the end felt like, "Yeah, why did I answer that phone?" <laughs> exactly. But she was just like, "You're up there, you know. You're talking about kids. We haven't had kids in years." <laughs> You're talk- we haven't had Indians in years, bitch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had Lawrence Welk in years. Jesus. Yeah, I know. We haven't had Lawrence Welk in That was good, Wendell. That was good. Yeah. But yeah, so so then I thought, okay. So then I got another gig for the veterans, okay? Yeah. And uh, that one was for the veterans that, that not that long ago. This one was like maybe six months ago. This guy hired me, and he goes, okay, it's going to be in – we're going to fly out to Nevada. We'll put you at a resort. The um, – the audience is going to be anywhere, you know, they're veterans. So it could yeah. be, you know, and then people in their 40s to people in their 80s. And most of the people were in their 70s and 80s, but there was a lot that were in the 40s yeah. and 50s. And so that one I did good. It was okay. Right. I did okay. When I hit the stage, I did this beatbox thing mm-hmm. where I go, I'm Darren Carter, the party starter. Y'all ready to start this party? And when I went, this lady, she goes, ah, and she took her hands and covered both ears. <laughs> She might have had a, um, a hearing aid. Like a flashback. She's like, incoming. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, right. So I relaxed off that. And like, I just, I, I kind of found myself going in and out of conversation with them. Like, yeah. comedy and then conversation. I did this, I, mean, yeah. I did this show at this Jewish old folks home. Again. Yeah. Took a call from somebody I shouldn't have taken a call from. I, I go there and I'm on stage and I'm just trying to do uh, like crowd work to get, just to like, because I just don't have that much clean material. Or, right. or relatable material. And I used to have these jokes about being homeless. And I go, sir, you ever been homeless? And his wife goes, you ever been to Auschwitz? As in, oh, shit. And it was a Jewish old folks home. And I right oh, then and there realized they like it. had been there and like killed the whole fucking mood. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to curse. And I looked right back at the book. I go, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh no oh, well, What the booker say Anything She was just like Keep going She's like Beatbox Auschwitz <laughs> Yeah I just kept going I was like You, you bitch You gotta keep going man I was like yeah. You bitch yeah. Damn it You fucking Fuck. bitch You're gonna throw me Under the bus wow. like that Yeah that's fucked up I did uh, The last one I did Like that was uh, Not that long ago I went to Palm Springs And the guy goes They're gonna be 55 and up but this was this one. This one wasn't like between seventy five and up. Yeah, I know. This one wasn't like a living cent, like an old folks' home. This was more like like wealthy people retiring, or at least they go out there during the winter. So that was more like, hey, we golf during the day, and we shoot pool, we do bowling, we go, you know. So that was a little bit more. That was easier. Yeah. And it was funny. He goes, "You're getting the the Booker goes, you're getting paid the same. Do you want to go f- uh, first or last?" And I go, "Let me go first. Exactly. Yeah, because." And that audience was a lot. I don't know. Maybe having the experience, 
you know, the more that I've done those kind of shows, I, I start to prepare a little bit, and then you start getting a little bit more. Now that I have, you know, the, our son, I have, like, I do have that kid material. Sure. So that's kind of... I'm actually, like, right. really good at it because I have uh, short jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. It's yeah. just when they start telling you what you're allowed to and not yeah, allowed to. Gets, when I say when they tell you, when they go, oh, we don't like that kind yeah. of thing. You know what? Yeah. This is what I got for you, dummies. Yeah. yeah. And then sometimes throughout the... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, just sit through the parts you don't like. Yeah. They're yeah, about yeah, exactly. 20 seconds long. Yeah. I know. And it's like certain certain times, like, I'll think of something that's kind of funny or, or funny. And I'm like... And on my mind, I'm like, okay, that, if I ever get a clean gig or a gig like that, that's something that's like... I could put in that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. like and here's one of them that they laughed at. I go... Because I talk about my mother-in-law who loves to... She loves to crank the heat, you know? And it's always hot at her house... I go, what is it about old people? They like to keep the thermostat their age. And they're like, that's true. You know? So that was like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, you could probably do that at the parlor and it probably wouldn't get that big of, it wouldn't get nothing probably. But like, sure. But, you know, and, and for them, it's like, you know, like, yeah. oh, he's relating to us. Right. You know? yeah. Right. I got you. I got you. My, um, can I, can I tell you one little quick story? Go ahead. This, Go ahead. And I don't even know if this is for your audience because I don't know how many people have kids. But my, my kid said something really sweet on Easter and I, thought, and I just thought it was so funny. So my wife is Armenian. So when we go to Glendale, that's uh, like my wife is like normal. Like she grew up on a farm. When I say mm-hmm. normal, she she's like... Uh, normal yeah yeah she's not like she's She's not not, Armenian. Yes, yeah. She's Armenian but like only in (laughs) name and looks or whatever. So then... um, but like her brother, he's Armenian too. But he was like a pig farmer and stuff, you know. And now he's in the computer industry. But like, like he married an Armenian. That's a smooth transition. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, how does yeah. that work? Uh, 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 very carefully, Ed. <laughs> no, no, but he uh, he went to like trade school or something. I don't know. He uh, just whatever. But um, so that's how it works. Huh. That's how you do it. But anywho, so so in Glendale, like his wife is really Armenian. Like she's from Armenia and then like her mom doesn't even speak English and they're very like how you would imagine like Armenians maybe like like when we go over there my wife and I were always like I feel underdressed and we're wearing nice shirts and jeans and stuff. They like will practically wear like a wedding dress and like it's super formal. Like that's just how really? they are. Like how you doing bro and they get the suit and we you know we do Easter eggs. You know you hunt for the Easter eggs and you put like right. candy and stuff. Like <clears throat> my brother-in-law his like wife's sister and brother they come over they have a giant house near like lake hollywood she owns a law firm so they they have like the eggs and they're filled with money so it's like who who's, who can find the platinum egg and it's, it was a hundred dollar bill inside of it <laughs> yeah. platinum yeah i like how they use like adult nightclub terms <laughs> yeah. to go with it yeah so then so we're like austin oh cool a vinyl suit is in this egg <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, our son, who I like to say is he's half Armenian and half amazing. So, we're like, Austin, come down, come down. So come downstairs and we're going to eat the food and say the prayer. So then they start launching into this prayer, which I don't even know what it's right. like. It's all Armenian. Like, inch, like, Sude, Sude, Amen, Pon, Sude, Aisha, Khani, Mench, Amen, Pon, Sude. Murder Christ. Murder Christ. Yeah. Murder Christ. Yeah. 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 They take and the perspective of the Romans. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> I guess Easter's like the big holiday for like Armenians or whatever. Is that like, right? Are they Christians? They, yeah, they they I guess they're the yeah. they, they said that they're they're the first Christians. I oh. Mean, they have to, Jesus so Christ. So you the giant, what do I know? giant really? crosses and stuff. Yeah, oh, I didn't yeah, know yeah. that. Um so the lady the mother in law was like Sude, Sude, Amen Pon Sude, whatever the inch the, yeah. the Armenian thing. And my little boy kept just going like I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't this is not English. What are they saying? We're like, Austin, you can say the prayer next, you go next. 
So then when they were done, like we let Austin say the prayer. And it was just funny because he was like, he just got done playing a video game. So he was like, thank you, God, for Call of Duty. Thank you for uh, Glendale. Thank you for my cousins. And we're like, okay, Austin. It's like okay. a parody of an yeah. Armenian kid. Yeah. And then at the very end, this made me laugh. He, I mean, he said his part on stage. He goes, okay, God, thank you. Talk to you at Christmas. <laughs> That is great That he only thinks of him as someone that comes around twice a year Easter, Christmas, maybe Thanksgiving (laughs) A mugs without handles exclusive Nice That's right Well, Did you guys do anything on Easter or just another day? I didn't do shit I'm I'm so fucking busy with with a million things I'm not even getting half of it done I sat at home and drank beer Yeah, yeah, so you did the opposite of me Right You know, I didn't have I watched a movie I've watch, been watching a lot of movies lately. I watched well, three movies. That was a smooth since transition. Since the last podcast. Let's do it. Um, I don't even know where to start. I, <clears throat> I watched Black Hat, The Gambler, and Taken 3. Okay, now hold on a second. Why would you watch <laughs> Taken 3? Oh, I like that music. When you hated Taken 1 and Taken 2. No, I, I like Taken 1. I hated Taken 2. Taken 2 was terrible. Do you recognize this music? Yeah, it's Breaking Bad, obviously. Even though I've only watched it epi- one episode, I know this, the music is Breaking Bad. And the I, best. And everyone just hates on me all day long on Twitter. Oh, oh, how can you review this without watching Breaking Bad? Blah, blah, blah. You hey. mean they say the same thing I said? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch Breaking Bad whenever I get around to it, goddammit. I mean, if I have time, I, you know. If I still have my Netflix, I probably would have watched a bunch of it this week because I had not, nothing else to do. I had the whole week off, but um, right, the, well, guy, us, the, the guy that us. gave me his password canceled his Netflix, so now I don't have Netflix. Tell us. Oh, yeah. You would have to pay $8 to get Netflix. Yeah. That's, so that's impossible. Dude, that's, so why don't you that's tell two us Starbucks drinks. About the sh- let's tell us about the shitty movies you saw instead of the good shows you could have well, watched. Actually, I mean, actually, take. Uh, I I'll wish start, I could be taken. I'll start with Taken 3. From this conversation. I expected it to suck. Right, because mm-hmm. I hated taking two. Right, so that's that's what you do. Mm-hmm. You go. I expect the next two hours to be painful. <laughs> Let's dive right into this. These are the decisions you make in your life. Uh, I mean, I had I had a little bit of hope, but I you know I didn't have a lot of expectations. So when you go into some movies with lowered expectations, sometimes you're pleasantly surprised. And this time, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Uh, you know, it, it was all it was all took it all took place in L.A. You know it. Uh, it, they actually built a little bit of a story around it. It wasn't the same old thing. Like, here's Liam Neeson, his family being kidnapped again. If you say a certain set of skills, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even say that in the movie. So they're, they're trying to break away a little bit from the same old shit. But, uh, you know, it, it had... It had did, they de- say, did they paraphrase it, though? I've got a certain set of things I do. <laughs> I've got a specific bag of tricks. <laughs> no, he didn't say anything like that. A bag you know? of tricks. He, it, it, it takes place uh, several years from the last one. I've and he's like, tricks. so you're saying the last one came out several years ago, and this one takes several years. <laughs> takes place. Several I don't years remember later. when the last one came out, but it came out several years ago. Did it? Was it? Has it been that long? But uh, you know. It, it takes place. Uh, him and his wife are estranged or, or divorced or whatever. She married someone else, and you know apparently didn't do her due diligence before she got married because this guy turns out to be kind of an asshole and they're not getting along and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you know, it starts out with basically 
basically, it, you, you've, you've seen the trailers and stuff. It starts out with her being murdered. So he's on the run because they frame him for the fucking murder. Obviously, he did murder his own wife. Everyone knows that he did murder his own wife because they love each other. And he spends the rest of the the rest of the movie with Forrest Whitaker chasing him down with his detectives and trying to catch him and bring him in for questioning. And uh, he has to basically clear his name on his own. What's the name of this movie? Taken Three. Okay. So Do we like it or it's not, not? It's not super original. It's kind of predictable here and there to some ridiculous scenes like he's fucking driving a Porsche and he knocks the nose gear off of a fucking Cessna or a, a Learjet or whatever totally ridiculous at Santa Monica Airport you can't do that it's not gonna but happen. it's fun though it's stupid but I worked it's fun to see it's fun to see shit that can't, that's impossible and, and, and there's this because it looks scene. like it's happening yeah this is the glory and magic of the movie. Well, it's fun for people that didn't work at the airport for 20 years because I know it's possible with an aircraft. So you're sitting there on the couch going, man, that's going to be tough to clean up. Every time I see a movie where they show stock fucking airline footage of a jet taking off in 1980, I'm just furious because there's an airport near you somewhere where you're out shooting. Go get some fucking new B-roll. I mean, Jesus Christ. That and the other thing that's... Call your mo- gang sounds boss like it's, do it. Sounds like it's very stressful for you to the watch The most movies. irritating thing about a plane and a movie, they always go down fucking stairs to the baggage fucking area. That You can't even do that in any fucking planes anymore. They no should, plane they has hire... a galley elevator anymore. None. The last plane that had a galley elevator was a DC-10, and no one even uses those except FedEx. They should have you be like a consultant on movies. They should just do a little fucking tiny bit of research on a goddamn plane. But anyways, I digress. And why does this make you upset? Because I've worked <laughs> here for so fucking long, and I know what's realistic and what's not. The other thing about that movie that I found ridiculous is at one point he steals a cop car, and there's one of his there's a cop still in the car. He he basically hijacks the car, carjacks the car, and the other cops that are chasing him start shooting at the car. Uh, I, if you're a cop, you're not going to start shooting at a car with one of your cop buddies in it. I Let's don't think down. this is the type of movie where you can pick it apart like that. How many ice cream trucks do you give it? Uh, I I gave it. Two and a half, just for entertainment value. It was entertaining. And so, it was better than the f- second one, which was horrible, and I know I shit all over it. This one gets about two and a half. It's about as all it's worth. That's good that you went to see. I would if I didn't like you the didn't second go to one. See it. You didn't go to see it, did you? I, I went to a couple dollar theaters to see. It. I didn't go. Uh, the only thing playing it was a madhouse all week because Fast and the Furious Seven was out. I'm not going to go see that pile of shit. So and I'm not going to sit in, in a fucking huge ass line just to get in to see uh, well, you better Get Hard. Not review. I'm going to review Get Hard next uh, next time because I'm going to go watch that probably Do today that or home. tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I don't bump. Did you see anything else? <laughs> yeah, I saw. Uh, here, let's see. I'll shit on it. I got one more movie. I, well, I got another movie to shit on. I watched Black Hat, that Michael Mann movie with uh, Chris Hemsworth where he plays a hacker. Have you seen that? Do you remember seeing the trailers for that? That movie came and disappeared like in one week. Okay. And I'm thinking, okay, it's a Michael Mann movie. Michael Mann directed Heat, one of my favorite movies of all time. You like Heat. Love Heat. Great movie. Great director. Best movie of 2011. You know, he directed Public Enemies. He directed Collateral with Tom Cruise. He's a very successful director and usually makes very good choices. (coughs) This was not one of them. This movie was a pile of fucking shit. It was horrible. Just absolutely awful. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is... (laughs) fucking dude who plays Captain America. So you got this big dude, like, all buff, six-pack. I mean, he basically looks like Schwarzenegger. He's so fucking big now from buffing up to be Captain America. All of a sudden, this guy's a computer nerd, like, hacking shit. On a, yeah. Let's calm down. This right. guy ain't doing shit except lifting weights and banging hot soup. Wendell, bottles. once again, picking apart 
The flaws. Uh, the story the details. story was terrible. It made no sense. The acting was awful. The writing was awful. It's a first-time writer. The, it's the first script the guy ever wrote. He's an assistant editor. I looked at his IMDb page. The guy has been an assistant editor like six times. How the fuck does an assistant editor write one script and get it made? I kind of feel like, you know, you say you enjoy movies, but they seem to piss you off. Well, this week they did. I made bad choices, apparently, and <laughs> what I decided to watch. But I, 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 wanted, I wanted to... Michael Mann is one of my favorite directors. I figured it can't be that bad. It was. Don't go see it. Save your money. Uh, it gets zero ice cream trucks. It Whoa. was awful. Whoa. Awful. Uh, the, oh, the, the third movie that I watched... Uh, hey, hey, let's <laughs> calm down. I watched uh, The Gambler with Mark uh, Wahlberg, Jessica Lange. Uh, very good movie. Okay. I mean, well, I'm not going to say very good. It was good. It was good. I liked it. What's, what's happening over there? <laughs> Nothing. Um, have you seen The Gambler? September. You- <laughs> it, it was pretty good. Uh, it, it, it starts out, it's, it's kind of like an, it has an owning Mahoney type vibe where he's constantly. Please tell my constantly- audience what that is. Well, if you haven't seen Owning Mahoney, it's um, it's based on a true story. Uh, it played uh, this banker from Canada, played by Philip. You Seymour keep going Hoffman. with this review. Me and Darren are gonna go, go get a sandwich. <laughs> oh, that's great. Can you pick me up a sandwich? I'm fucking yeah. hungry. So, <laughs> what's Owning Mahoney? Yeah. So, if you haven't seen Owning Mahoney, definitely rent that right away. It came out in like I, I want to say the mid '90s or something. It stars Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's based on a true story. It plays a banker from Canada who goes to Atlantic City. Because he is embezzling money from his own bank, and he goes to Atlantic City to play blackjack, and it's just fucking nerve wracking. Because he sits there and he gets the money up like really high, and then he'll just fucking lose it all, and then he'll go embezzle more money and go back down. I mean, it's just you're just fucking biting your fucking teeth and, and nails and shit. Like, why the fuck are you not walking away? You have all this money. You're winning. Leave. Get the fuck out. And, and, and he, it just spirals out of control. You definitely got to watch it, but. There's a couple scenes like this in The Gambler, of course. I mean, it's called The Fucking Gambler. And I don't know what Marky Mark's uh, or Mark Wahlberg's character's deal was. I mean, the guy, he just he just won't stop. It's like he wants to lose. He's one of those gamblers where he gets more of a thrill out of losing than he does right. winning because he makes all these stupid decisions. I didn't come here to win. <laughs> I came here to lose. That's a perfect segue. <laughs> I didn't come here to win. I want to fucking lose it all <laughs> and piss off my entire family. My mother, Jessica Lang, will alienate me from the rest of the family and disown me. Which basically happens. You know, he, he basically borrows money from her, borrows money from a loan shark, played by the guy that played uh, Chalky White. On, we now uh, return to Eric telling the movie story in real time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he borrows money from a loan shark played by the guy to play Chalky White on Boardwalk Empire. I don't remember right, the guy's name. Sure. And and the guy, you know, I mean, there's some good dialogue. Like there's some good the, writing. I like the music in the background. God damn it, Darren. Some great acting. I heard it. I, I just, I left it alone. I mean, right. What am I supposed to say? Um, so, I, you know, I'm going to give it four ice cream trucks because I enjoyed the story. I enjoyed the How acting. Many? Four. It was good acting. It was good, good uh, story. Uh, you know, it was entertaining. I give it five moonshine bottles. <laughs> Yeehaw! Okay. All right, end this fucking podcast, please. So yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, make an attempt to see uh, Get Horn, and I'll review that. Try and review that next week or whenever. Uh, you gonna put some energy into that? 
Yeah, I'm gonna put some energy in it. I hope it's better. I hope it's good. I, you know, you see a lot of. The, I've seen a lot of the trailers. It could just be everything. I think I've it's seen a brilliant. Already. I don't know. I, I think it's a brilliant idea, and I don't know why they don't have classes that teach you how to go, go to prison. Yeah. And and survive in prison. Well, I'm sure I, they actually probably do on some should. level. They should really. I mean, because if you look at the justice system, it's it's a joke. I mean, you don't get rehabilitated in prison. You're oh, fucking you get, tortured all day uh, long. Yeah. I mean, what a waste. The justice system is so broken. But that's a more political type podcast. Well, we won't get into that again. You know you can apply to run for president online? Are you serious? Why don't we do that? Why don't we try to run you for president? Uh, because it would be a joke and it would not get any, I would not get any votes. Yeah. How would that be good on a comedy podcast? <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to say it, I didn't know you could do that. but you know. Folks, thanks for coming out to Mugs Without Handles. I can tell you're not going to get out of this. Thanks for coming out to Mugs Without Handles. I'm Eric Allen Wendell. <laughs> Uh, I'd like to thank Matt Fulcheron for coming out. And special guest, Darren Carter. The party started. Do you want to plug any dates or anything? Uh, please go to DarrenCarter.com on Twitter at Darren Carter. My new album, please get it. Check it out. It's, uh, it's on iTunes and Amazon. It's called Stay at Home Stripper. You know what your next album is going to be called? Tell me. Stupid Rooster. Stupid Rooster. <laughs> 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 Guys, thanks for nice. listening. Uh, vote for me, 2016. <laughs> vote for Eric Allen Wendell. At Eric Allen Wendell. Peace.